Welcome to Amplify Ambition. I'm Kristen Edwards, strategy consultant and your guide to making confident decisions. This podcast allows you to accelerate your personal and professional development while growing a profitable online business. Let's dive in because your next level of success is within reach once you decide to dream loudly. Today's episode is really going to be presented as a checklist to help you profit with a plan. I want you to achieve your purpose in life, but I also want your business to be profitable. And so I'll dive into that. And the reason I'm presenting it as a checklist is actually a whole nother lesson in itself. So we'll start with that and then we'll get into the actual profit steps as well. But the beginning of this, I really want to talk about why it's coming to you as the form of a checklist. Originally, this these notes were planned to be a way uh, of a lead magnet. People will join my email list, get nurtured over there. And then at the same time as I was kind of planning out this sequence of events and how I wanted things to happen, I was also looking at analytics of where my clients come from, what lights me up in my business, and all of those things lead to podcasting. And so it was like, do I have both a lead magnet and a podcast episode that becomes this? Another thing that people are doing is what they call private podcast. So it's an episode that's kind of locked behind a vault. Like I need either your email address or payment or something in order for you to have access to that. And so I thought about that as well. But the whole point of podcasting, in my personal opinion, is that it's free. Like I, I understand why people have private podcasts. I know there's courses I've done where I love that they create that content in a way that I can digest it in an audible way because of how I learn best. So there's options and reasons behind that. But I really am like, I don't nurture people via a bunch of emails. I'm not consistent in emailing the people who are on my email list. What I'm consistent about is my podcast, where my clients come from are people who have listened through the podcast, collaborations, the audiences, the everything positive about my business leads back to this podcast and not my email list and the lead magnets I've created. And so I took those notes and I've repurposed them in a way where I want you to still get the same information, but in the way that I deliver it, in a way that most of my people are also receiving things and You know, no offense to all the people who are using email marketing because it's absolutely a valuable tool, but it's like, that's not my personal cup of tea in comparison. And so I wanted, I share this all with you, not just for you to hear behind the scenes of my business, but also are there things that you're procrastinating on in your business? Are there things that don't light you up or you're doing it because it's the quote unquote right way and not because it feels truly aligned to where you get excited to show up, to serve, to add value to the people that are listening to you, that are in your community, in your space. And so if you feel like you're having that back and forth disconnect, I want you to look at the analytics. Where are your paying customers coming from? Where, what platform are you using that is bringing people in to your space? Where are you connecting with people most? And so yes, many of us start with social media. So What's your social media platform? Where from that platform do they go next? After your platform, are they going to your podcast, your YouTube channel, your blog? Are they joining your email list and they're getting a a, a weekly kind of nurturing from there? Where are you showing up consistently in a way that you're excited about? Do you love 
TikTok? Do you love Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn? The list is endless. Pinterest. Um, there's so many things that you can start off with social media. Um, and that's the quick grab your attention. So you need that place. But then you need your long form nurturing gain place. And for me, that's my podcast. Again, you have other options on how you deliver to that. But also look at the analytics. Maybe you love Instagram, but everyone that's paying you is coming from LinkedIn. Let's lean into that. Do you need to learn more about LinkedIn? Do you need to just go use it on a daily basis? Or like, is what you're using of copying and pasting from Instagram to LinkedIn working? Maybe it is. I'm not saying you have to always change things, but let's look at where the data is and let's align things to what's exciting me in my business and also where are my paying clients coming from. Um, If your business is only a hobby and you have no idea you have no desire to make money from it, then one, stop calling it a business, call it a hobby. You can absolutely do this for free, but let's call it the right thing. But, you know, figure out what you're excited about and then show up in that space and realize how are people connecting with you? If people, maybe no one listens to your podcast and everyone who reads one email from you is immediately entering their credit card information to buy from you, then like double down on that email and what you can do to attract those people. So, That's the first lesson. It's a freebie, has nothing to do with profiting with a purpose, but at the same time, I want you to recognize that the numbers, the data, the analytics that you're looking at can help you figure out where am I going in my business? What do I change and rearrange in the coming week so that I can hit the ground running in Q2 with a successful plan, with intention and knowing how it's all going to work. And so it's a separate lesson. It was my personal lesson, but it really does align. When you're thinking about profiting in your business, you should have goals. What does that mean? And you do need to know specific numbers. And so in case you've skipped the basic math class um, at some point in time. What does it mean to be profit? It is everything above your break even. So you have your upfront cost. How much do you need to quote unquote keep the lights on, which is like your website running, maybe your Zoom account. Uh, There's a million things. You know, if you do have email marketing, are you paying for that, right? So there's those kind of monthly costs to maintain your business. If you have a team, how much are you paying them each month? If you have a coach, that is something that you're factoring into a business cost. So what are those things that you're paying every single month that you need? Many people that could be, you know, two to $3,000 if you're still scaling your way to a six figure business. And so $3,000 is your break even. Then you need to pay taxes and a million other fun things. And so maybe you're at, again, let's let's say that those taxes are covered in that 3000 to keep you safe. And then how much are you looking to bring home into your household income? Maybe it's like, well, I got to pay rent um, this month, you know, what are those things? And so maybe it's another two or $3,000 that you need to bring home. And so that means $6,000 your business needs to generate every month for you to live the life that you want and, you know, break, break even. And so that profit margin is really that second $3,000 of what you're doing. So you need to make $6,000 in sales, 3,000 is your break even, another 3,000 is your, uh, your profit. And so that that extra $3,000 that you're looking to make, that's why that goal is. And so that's, if, if you're new to these numbers, that is one of the reasons why people are so 
focused on 10k months in sales is because a, a large portion of it due to taxes and overhead expenses and paying your coach and all the online technology fees etc half of that's gone before you've really even begun and so the reason that you're stretching for those 10k months is because if you were making you know 70k in your corporate job then you're looking to now make 110 120k in your online business to still bring home that same take home amount at the end of a calendar year um so let's talk about profits the first thing about your profit is you need to know what that goal is what is that monthly income target and so for some of you you might not need to worry about paying your mortgage or your rent every month because you have someone else who's contributing towards that financially and for other people like if you don't pay rent you have nowhere to live and so there's two extremes to what that could look like whether you have a partner that you live with or you live with your parents and whatever those luxuries in life might be those numbers look different for everyone and that's something that we will um, you should know your numbers and what those are but what you do absolutely need to know so know your break-even number know your target income and don't just pick a lofty number because you saw someone write about it one time you probably don't need 10k months if you are 22 years old graduated from college live with your parents don't really have any like full-on responsibilities 5k months might be perfect for you in your business at this stage however if you are like me and you're a single mom of two kids who cost more money to do sports and activities than you could possibly imagine those numbers are going to look very different and what your business goals are going to be any way that you cut this cut this number you know you might need 10k a month you might need 100k a month depending on the size of your team that's helping you to operate in things you need to have really specific business goals so hopefully you've heard of smart goals right let's make it specific let's make it meaningful it needs to be action based right and so what am i going to do to bring in that that specific number each month it needs to be realistic um you know if you're in month two of your business 100k months might not be the first objective uh, so what does that number need to look like for you? And then the last thing is needs to be trackable. Again, knowing your numbers, knowing where this money is going and why you need it. After you have the goal, you're going to develop a plan. What is the plan that I have? What is that roadmap, right? So if you've done a power up strategy session with me, we build out that quarterly roadmap and you can do this with or without me, frankly, right? Build out the plan that's going to help you achieve that goal. So my goal for Q2 is X. I'm going to take these four steps to help me get there in the next three months. Um, and then you have to know, know your ideal client that doesn't change. Know how you connect with them. What is your platform? What is your tools? That's part of why I started this episode, kind of unpacking that story. Again, it's a separate lesson, but also knowing where are those people showing up. If your target market is parents, the parents are probably not on TikTok unless they're monitoring their kids on TikTok, right? But, you know, most millennials and Gen X are between Facebook and Instagram, or if it's in a more business-oriented side, they might be on LinkedIn. If you are targeting Gen Z as your audience, then yeah, you are going to show up on TikTok because... One, that's where they are. That's where they're hanging out. That is the platform that they're using. And in two to three more years, there might be a new platform and you might need to shake things up. But every generation is kind of using 
different things based on where they are, what they need, what their family needs are, their individual things. And so your business should be relatively aligned to where those people are showing up and how you're going to reach them. Same thing, maybe you have a blog because they are sitting down to read articles and click links and the back through channels of paying through, that's how blogging works. Uh, Or maybe they're like on the go and so listening to a podcast during their commute or while doing house chores is a great way for them to learn from you. And so thinking about your target, your ideal client, your target market, and how you're going to reach them. You also want to be aware, I'm not saying you change anything, but you want to be aware of what other people doing the same thing as you are also doing. And so if you are a business coach focused on helping women in their 30s and you see a lot of people talking about Instagram and LinkedIn, then chances are those are one of the two places that you are going to also need to show up because it's working, it's working for them. And so more than likely it will also work for you. And so yes to breaking the norm, yes to doing your own thing, but also don't be naive to what other people are doing in this space. And so if you think about sports, right? They know their competition, they watch their competition play other teams. How did they play? What calls were they making? Who's always on? Who's the second string? Who's the first string, right? Who's a starting player? Um, What does that coach kind of say or drive home that created this strategy or changed things up? Do they put in their strong people when they're tired or do they like use their strong people to start, get out the gate running really hard, really strong, and then kind of change things up as the game progresses? And so doing the same thing that we do when we watch sports and analyze that kind of thing is what you should be doing in your business. No, they're not competition in the same right but if they're doing similar things than you then recognize what's working because their profit margins means that there is space for you to have those same profit margins as well do they have one offer that they rinse and repeat all day every day for a full year or do they have a product suite of maybe five different things that hit different target markets or people at different phases in their business Again, if you, I'm focusing on business coaching because that's the element of where I align, but think about what works for you. If you are a web designer, a graphic designer, if you're a social media manager, maybe you actually sell products, same thing. Are people showing up at craft markets or in the e-commerce space? Are they focused on getting into a brick and mortar, like a big box store, or are they saying, let's keep it small and sell out of my basement forever? You have a lot of options, but know what people similar to you are doing so that you can be aligned in what's true for you, but also not be reinventing the wheel if there's something similar that you're like, that makes sense, I can do it in a similar fashion. Um, So again, we're gonna start out with having smart goals, having a plan, knowing where to find your people, knowing what people similar to you are also doing. And then let's talk about the actual pricing. A lot of reasons why people will struggle with their profit margins and profiting in their business is because they're pricing themselves in a way that doesn't serve their business. And so going back to that original thing of if your break even is $3,000, do you have at least one product that's going to get you to that $3,000 mark? Maybe it's, uh, you know, is it one offer of 3,000 I need you to pay in full or if people are paying $1,000 a month, you have the availability to take on three clients each paying that $3,000 a month. Or maybe you can take on five, that'll get you $5,000 a month. And like, it's always a win if someone pays in full, 
but let's make sure that you're setting yourself up in a way that you're able to do that. Is that a group program? Is it one-on-one coaching? Is it a course? If it's a course that's you know priced at maybe $500, then what are you doing to make sure you sell six courses every single month? If you do have a wide array of a product suite, what does that look like? Okay, that's one one-on-one client, two people joining my group program, one person doing the workshop that I offer. But knowing where things are, when you're pricing things in your business, one, it's on what you're giving people, right? What is that container? How much access do they have? Um, do they have live access to you? Or are they um, only getting a, a course kind of on-demand trainings? If they do have live access to you, are they getting something like a Voxer or Slack where they can kind of message you back and forth consistently? Or is it only on the call and there's nothing in between? Do they get your eyes on their sales pages or other work product that they're putting together? Or is it kind of like, I'm only here for the Q&A during a group call, right? If it's a group coaching program, that looks very different than a one-on-one container. But what is that access that they are having to you or to other people on your team? Maybe you have support coaches that will serve them in that same right and answer those questions. What does that look like? So pricing your products and services according to what your business goals are and to the container of access that people have for you. And fun fact, um, people who are using, that have $10,000 containers, $100,000 containers, those people actually usually have less access to those people. If you think about consultants who charge one client to work with me is, you know, $70,000 for six months, they probably pop up twice a month for that person. Like email me if you need me, but they only go to two meetings a month. And so don't feel like you need to be giving someone all day, every day, Monday through Friday, nine to five attention and definitely no weekends, like take weekends off. Um, Or maybe you work the opposite, right? Maybe you only service them on the weekends, depending on your clientele and you're not available Monday through Friday. Uh, you know, if you think about if you're working at a craft market, if you're product based, or maybe your ideal client has a nine to five, so they come to you on a Saturday. But what does that look like? Uh, so price yourself accordingly to what your business goals are and also to the container of what people are getting from you. If you don't have a product suite, it is something to start thinking about, but I'm not saying you need to create a new offer right away. You do need to grow into that. And usually I'd say minimum six to eight months before you ever create a second offer off of something. Um, In addition to pricing yourself, in addition to knowing what's out there, you should actually talk about your business. People cannot buy from you if they do not know that there is something that is available for them. And so talk about your business. If you're not annoyed talking about your business, then no one else is annoyed either. Keep talking about it. And yes, there's always that one person who's like, why do you keep talking about it? Well, why does Pepsi still keep having commercials? And why does iPhone and Samsung keep having commercials? And how many times have I seen a commercial for McDonald's or Subway or any other restaurant or product that's out there? And so if you still keep watching commercials, even when we pay the no ad There are commercials on the radio, on the side of our email, television, etc. Then you absolutely get to keep talking about your business over and over and over again, especially if it's not costing you anything, right? Maybe you're not using ads. Organic marketing is what you do. Then keep talking about it all day, every day. That is the whole point. 
Um, obviously networking, I believe in collaborations. And so getting yourself on paid media or earned media in different ways. And so again, maybe advertising is a way for you to go. Being a guest on other people's podcasts, uh, guest blogging, going on lives with other people, speaking, training, uh, guest expert coaching. Like there's a million ways to do it, but definitely have that cross collaboration just as much as you're talking about it. Establish your credibility with other people saying, yes, I trust this person. Let's connect. Let's swap services, etc." Um, obviously again, I've talked about it, your social media, your website, your podcast, there's a lot of ways for people to connect with you. Know that ideal step for what people take. My personal thing is that people find me on Instagram. They listen to my podcast from my podcast. They go to my website from the website, they buy something. Um, and so what does that look like in your business? What social media do they start in? Maybe you start with ads, maybe because you're at that level in your business. If you're not using ads, what is the platform where people find you first? Maybe you don't use social media. And so then you go, you double down on the guest podcasting, the collaborative blogs and those different things so that people are finding you through other avenues and then landing on your website afterwards. There's a lot of options, but I want to make sure that you are profiting with a plan that you are able to create uh, a profitable business, but living out your purpose. Many of us started our business because we had this burning, aching desire to fix something, to fix people, to fix the world, to make things a better place, to help people, to learn the lessons and avoid the mistakes that we have had in our own lives. And so if that is even a slice of the element of what you're doing and why you've created your business, then make sure that you are also creating that profit so that you are able to sustain what you're doing. I don't want you to burn out. I don't want you to be doing this with no reward on the end of it. And so putting yourself in a line that you have the profits in order to continue and maintain the website and the paid aspects of your business to have the support that you need to be successful with a team, with a coach, um, however else you're doing that. Price yourself in a way that you are able to serve people to the best of your ability. You won't be upset when they're reaching out to you for support because you know that you've had a very fair exchange. Um, if you live in a community that does not use money and you trade with cows and horses, then like that would be the option there, right? Like I will swap you two pigs for one cow type of thing. But in the society that we live in, in 2023, money is our exchange system. And so do not feel guilty about that. Use your business goals to serve other people. And I will use this cliche because as a reminder to kind of put a bow on this whole thing. One, trust your gut. And if you're delaying something, then recognize that you need to be realigned to what matters most to you. But then also remember that selling is serving. If I go to a restaurant, I have no problem paying them for my food because they are serving me a meal. And so your business is doing the exact same thing and probably even better in how you're shaping and transforming lives with a lasting impact and not just one meal at a time. And so think about that and recognize that you selling in your business, you getting the word out about what you do and how you can help people, especially if you're service-based, is serving other people. So keep selling, keep talking about it, and continue to serve and make a difference and an impact in our world. Are you ready to be a dreamer and a doer? An individual strategy session may be your next step. Click the link in the show notes and together we will build your 90-day strategic roadmap to grow a profitable business based on your natural strengths. 
Thanks for listening to Amplify Ambition. If you enjoyed this episode, please share on your favorite social media platform. And until next time, dream loudly.